Hi everyone, this is Tara Pappas coming back for podcast number seven. And it, as I seem to say every time I start a podcast, it's been a pretty crazy week. Um, I have been on the road for the past week and been attending a very long um, series of conferences. So I am completely exhausted, but dedicated to getting my Monday podcast out. So even if it's late, I figured I would push through and I would go ahead and and get that out there. And when I was thinking about exactly what I wanted to talk about today, you know, I I didn't exactly know what the topic was going to be. I, being on the road, I haven't, other than a few doodles in my notes during my conference sessions, I haven't had that hands-on art-making studio time uh, for an entire week. And that really got me to thinking about the importance of those off times to an artist. And it's not something that you really think about, at least I don't think about it, very often, I think in our society, um, it seems like we're always going, going, going. And, and for me, downtimes are hard. They're, they're really hard. And it's really hard for me to just stop and not work. So I, I guess I'm not a very good example of it tonight. Um, my plan was to try to just rest and relax and I'm here recording a podcast but I'm what I'm not doing is painting and that is something I'm staring at my little studio corner wanting to jump in wanting to paint but I can feel myself so mentally drained that I think taking the time, and as soon as I finish this podcast, uh, I will be doing this, but taking the time to just let my body relax, let my body rest. And, you know, I've been doing that for most of the afternoon, which is why I've started recording this rather late. But so often I can just feel myself and i can i can feel the exhaustion setting in but we we push through the exhaustion and we don't give ourselves that break we don't give ourselves time to just relax time to just be other than our specific vacation time that we schedule so being on the road and not making a lot of art i've been doing a lot of reading And I've started reading this really great book called Wired to Create. And it's by Scott Barry Kaufman and Carolyn Gregor. Don't know if I said that correctly, but um, I wanted to just share a couple ideas from that book. And I haven't gotten very far in. I'm only on their chapter called Daydreaming right now. So I haven't read a lot of it, but in their book they talk about how the importance of this downtime is often overlooked. 
and how that can be the most important time for creatives. So even though an artist may not be creating at a specific time, that break, even if they're not actively thinking about ideas for their next work of art, for their next writing, for their next composition, um, they, our brains need that. Our brains need that break. And even if we're not consciously planning something in our brains or, you know, consciously being on the lookout for the next idea for a work of art, that break can bring about some really cool things. So um, in the chapter I'm reading right now, it's all about daydreaming and how daydreaming is looked down upon in our society, in our schools. Um, and there, it does talk about there are, are different kinds of daydreaming. And there's different times when daydreaming is more appropriate than other times. So obviously, if you're in the middle of a class and you're supposed to be taking notes and you're daydreaming, looking out the window, that's not very focused daydreaming. So that's not, that's not an appropriate time to daydream. But, um, you know... Daydreaming, and then they also talk about night dreaming, can be a really great time for creative incubation. And so it can be a great time to kind of work through some of your ideas, sift through the ideas. And a lot of artists actually use their dreams, so they're inspired by dreams. I remember my painting instructor um, when I was getting my bachelor's degree in studio art used to recommend keeping a book, a little notebook or a sketchbook right next to your bed. And as soon as you woke up, if you had had a dream and you woke up, writing thoughts from that dream down right away before you get out of bed will help you remember those later. And at least for her, I know with her art, she was greatly inspired by dreams. Um, I can't say, so I, after she gave me that suggestion, I, I did try um, sleeping with a notebook next to my bed, but, but I, I don't think I ever got into that practice. But it, it is interesting to think about um, the different sources for inspiration and how dreams, just like with daydreams, your night dreams can also be a really great source for creativity. So I found that chapter on daydreaming very interesting. The other um, chapter that I found really interesting in this book was when they were talking about passion. They were talking about following your passion and searching for your true passion and, you know, they talked about a couple different paths to passion. So there is harmonious passion and there's obsessive passion. And 
there's a difference between the two as they relate to a person's identity. And so, you know, the first they talk about is um, harmonious passion. And so they say harmonious are harmoniously passionate people feel in control of their passions. They are not following their passions. They are one with their passions. They feel that rehearsing and performing on stage is in harmony with their authentic self and is compatible with the other activities that breathe rich meaning into their lives. So in other words, performing is an extension of their inner selves. It is a part of who they are. In contrast, obsessively passionate people are less motivated by a love of their work and they tend to feel as though they are not in control of their passions. They frequently experience anxiety when engaging in their work and feel constant pressure to outperform others when they see their achievements as a source of social acceptance or self-esteem. They are motivated to engage in their activity due to the promise of external rewards, not their inner inclinations. So obsessive passion is an indicator that the activity has not been healthily integrated into a person's overall um, sense of self. The ego feeds off high performance, and the person may find herself pushing too hard with little improvement, sometimes leading to mental and physical injury. In a nutshell, harmoniously passionate people are impelled to create, whereas obsessively passionate people are compelled to create by more extrinsic factors. So that was interesting for me to think about those different kinds of passions. And I think there's a lot of overlap. So I think that it's, it's easy um, if you're forcing yourself, uh, like I was saying before, if you're forcing yourself to work continuously, you're not giving yourself those breaks those breaks that we need as artists, then what ends up happening is we switch over from from having that harmonious creative passion to becoming more obsessive, um, obsessively passionate. <laughs> um, so anyway, those were just a couple thoughts that I thought I would share with you today. I am... Um, in the interest of taking my little creative break, trying to recoup from this trip, I am going to try to keep this shorter today. I think um, with traveling, we don't think about the cost on our bodies, the toll on our bodies, and we don't always take the time to just let our bodies rest after after a big trip. But when you think about it, I mean, I was on the other side of the country this morning. And within a couple of hours and then uh, and then some driving, <laughs> I was home. And that I mean, when you think about it, I mean, my body is tired. And rightfully so. And that's a that's a big trip. 
So it's important to let yourself rest. Um, That did remind me the other thing I wanted to talk about with this book, going along with resting. um, And I thought this was interesting, but they said that um, when creative people, when artists get sick, sometimes that can be the best thing for their creativity because that's a that's quite literally a forced break so I hope that you are also taking the time that you need to give your body what it needs so you're taking the time to rest and I think I'm going to go do that now (laughs) so I hope everybody has a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week with some new updates from my studio. So I'm going to take it easy tonight and then I'm going to jump back into what I really want to do tonight, but I'm resisting doing tonight, which is continuing to create. And I have some great ideas brewing up in my head um, for some new paintings, some big paintings, as well as some small paintings. So Take a look on my Facebook page and be sure to check out my latest works. I will post about them as they start coming to be. Have a great week, guys. I'll see you next week.